Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm K-Muse. And I'm Drama Geek. (laughs) Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode released exclusively for our patrons. You can find the link in our show notes. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group chats, and support each other in our drama addiction. We'd love to join. We'd love for you to join us. All right, so it's a cozy chat day with myself and Drama Geek, and we decided that we are going to talk about some of our favorite LBGTQ dramas, uh, why they're our favorites, why we want to recommend them to those out in drama land. Um, I know just the last couple of years, we're getting so much more content available than we used to. And so we're kind of excited to like dip our toe into this topic. Um, Just so you know, there are, again, tons of dramas out there. And it's not that we don't love all of them, but we feel that some of them are a little bit more natural and organic than others. (laughs) And so we're going to try to focus on the ones that have a little bit more realistic relationships than maybe some of um some of the content out there, not that it's not good, but this is just what we wanted to focus on. Yeah. There are, there are definitely ones that are more, um, where I really like the couples and it feels like there's a full story surrounding them. And like you said, organic where, and, and, and the Korean market is fairly new. Um, where recently where, I mean, yes, there have been, uh, characters within certain dramas, Um, but not, uh, dramas like they have in the last, I would say what, two years or so. Um, I'm not even sure two years, I would say maybe even 18 months. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to think of that heart one, which I don't know if we put that one on the list again, this is weird. This list does not, um, speak of every single one that we've ever liked, but there was, I think that was one of the first ones was the, and it was something your heart. There were a cute couple. Was it the painting one? No, it was the one where he was a runner. Oh, oh, no, I think that is on here. Okay. Yes. Okay. Then we'll talk about it later. But yes. (laughs) So yes. So this is, and we have a variety of um, Korean, Japanese, Taiwanese, and Thai. I think we've and one U.S. one. And we do have one U.S. US. recommendation. So yeah, it's a little bit of everything. So. Again, we're calling this our starter kit. So it is definitely not all that is out there, but it's Mm -hmm. some that we definitely feel comfortable recommending to a wide audience. So, and we're going to start ours with one of, I believe this is one of our favorite Korean. uh, I I can honestly say so far it's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And that is Semantic Error. It came out last year. Mm -hmm. And the synopsis is Chu Sung Woo is a junior computer science majoring student who prizes reason, rules, and a rigid sense of what is right above all else. As part of his university work, he's told to work on a group project in the liberal arts. And when all the other students do not help him, he leaves them off the project, tanking their grades. (laughs) As he should (laughs) I know. I know. This is very valid. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But little did he know that when he did this, he would deal a heavy blow to the academic prospects of senior student Jing J. Young. The latter, a design major, is Chu Sung Woo's polar opposite. He's stylish, fun loving, and above all else, extraordinarily popular. He's the closest thing the college has to a superstar. But when his credit for the liberal arts project is taken away, his grand plans to study abroad are suddenly thrown up in the air and he seeks out Chu Sengwu and is of a mind to torment him. But when the duo is forced to work together, a strange attraction starts to develop between them. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) I, I feel like a strange attraction, which unfortunately is more common in the descriptions than, than not, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a good description with at least the, so I know, um, a lot of people, uh, Sangwoo 
is definitely one that it's not stated, but could, could be considered, um, on the spectrum. He has a very, um, like his personality and the things that, um, he exhibits and just the way that he acts around his love interest. I, and I don't have, I don't have, we just have the synopsis. I don't have my drama list pulled up. I really need to pull that up. And we were just people on Patreon, our patrons were just talking about how we'll like stumble around trying to remember people's <laughs> names and they'll be screaming them at or not screaming. Most of the time so yelling I bet them in someone their car is screaming at like, us right now. What's his name? So <laughs> the guy that plays, oh, they're, they're both, both actors are idols. Um, one is a, from a newer group that I don't know that I've ever heard of. Um, but the other one is a group I started following definitely during the pandemic because they had several videos where they were touring. So it maybe it wasn't during the pandemic. Maybe it was like right before it, um, but they were touring was right, right. As the pandemic hit. Cause I remember you sending me their links to their music videos. Um, my phone, which will not pull up dry troubles anyway. Okay. uh, Because park ham and park J Chan. And what, and, what group is, is, is it, uh, let's see. He's the former group of K and K. Yeah. There we go. K and K, which I don't, yeah. there's still a group. He's just, he's in the military right now. Yes. He's in the military. And, and I think he might have left to, um, do the acting more oh, okay. focused. Okay. Well, um, anyway, there, and it's specifically him they had people throwing up flags and stuff and he wrapped a, um, a pride flag around his shoulder. And, and I know it's, you know, just depending on the, the K-pop group, some of, you know, sometimes they'll do things like that, but it's just one of those, it's, it's nice to see support. And so I started following, um, their Instagram account and all of that. And so when this was announced and he, and I'm by no means am saying anything about, him personally in his own life, but obviously he supports, um, in ways of like being in dramas and all that kind of stuff. So it was just one of those like, Oh, and then he is just, I found both of them very fun to watch, but, um, he, he gets to be the, the hammier, you know, fun, uh, character. And so, and he's their um, height difference and stuff. And they, they just made such a cute couple and, um, there was a lot of natural chemistry between. Yeah, them. they yeah. they have a lot of. I guess it does. Yeah, it does say former member. It looks like Park Jaehyun was in DKZ. I don't know how you pronounce that. Yeah. Um. So he, and he is still in the band group. Yeah, I just I don't know. Again, I don't know much about that group, but they the the show it it's a um most of these are really short episodes. So, but I think this is one of the, the, the newer, which it's not very this long. One was Still a little longer. Yeah. I was gonna say 22 yeah. minutes. Isn't that long, but at least it's a little bit longer than these like 11 minute. Episodes. I think it's one of the first, that's not a webtoon. I think many of the others were webtoons mm-hmm. or I mean, web, um, webisodes or whatever you would call them. And then Just they, web dramas. Yeah. yeah, web dramas. And then they, got sucked over to to Vicky but yeah but well and that's what I was gonna say Vicky has um several different shows that they've either somewhat sponsored or been a part of you know I don't think that they're necessarily part of the like production in a way of like Netflix original but in some way um Vicky has been a part of some of these I don't know if it was this one or not but um, they just, it, it, it's a classic, like a college drama of, you know, two people working, being forced to work on an assignment and they totally fall. And, uh, Sangwoo, he falls, um, no, wait, what is, okay. What is, I think that, so Sangwoo is the, the tall guy, isn't he? The tall guy. Yeah. 
junior major oh, wait, student prizes nope. and read no <laughs> like, song wait, woo wait. is the more serious guy yeah and jay young jay young jay young he yeah. um he is annoyed because he, again he's used to everybody liking him well and he didn't graduate because i can <laughs> understand that because that was his last class he needed to graduate Right. He's going to graduate, go on to international studies, and then he learns he has to stay in school another semester. I would understand. But I mean, why he totally deserves he participate? it. I know he <laughs> like, totally deserves it because he was a total like jerk. But or it just didn't. Like, well, that was so, my only complaint about the whole series is it didn't yeah. really match up to who he was at like the, that whole scenario of like them never seeing each other in person before that. So I guess they were just put together in class, but didn't ever see each other in class. Maybe it was a class that the, um, Jayong just kind of thought, oh, it's an easy blew, a. Off. It blew yeah. off and didn't attend. I don't know. So they don't ever meet each other in person and probably just chat via the thing. And I, he just, his character didn't seem to be the kind of person that would have just expected somebody else to do the project for him and get the grade, but it's possible that he was just so wrapped up in all of his other senior graduating programming, you know, things or designing. Cause he was the, he was the art. He did the artwork for, uh, uh games and stuff. And then Sung Woo was more of the, the designer, you know, the technical yeah. part of it. So, and that's what they team up on is that they end up kind of being Working forced on this to, project. or, or yeah. it, well, it, Jay, Jay Young kind of, makes him work with them or so that it's more of like forcing into it. But I don't know. I felt like I loved the, um, friend, um, support and the, the friends that were around him and the, the natural way that it felt like, um, they just ended up liking each other and it was like, Oh, okay. I like you. And you like me and I, I just, it just felt so natural and real and did not feel there wasn't a lot of long staring, which, you know, sometimes, you know, <laughs> it wasn't all horniness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, not to say there wasn't some <laughs> right. in there, but right. some of the dramas that you watch is all like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Hello. We're naked in a bathtub except for our underwear. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's so natural that I would be washing your back for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> when we're not dating yet. Yes. That's so natural. <laughs> yeah, there was, there wasn't a lot. There was some, there's definitely some of the tropes that come along with, with certain shows, but there wasn't a lot of that. Um, and, and I, you know, I, there is a lot to be said for just the natural chemistry of the two leads. Now this is based on a webtoon. And it's a, it's actually a very popular one that somebody in discord was saying they were driving down the freeway here in the U S and all of a sudden look up and they see a huge billboard for not the drama itself, not the, you know, the live action, but for the webtoon for the and next that, season that's coming out, put it into book form. And I know ah. you can get it at Barnes and Noble, I believe. Gotcha. So, so, so again, it's a, it's a, the, it's the characters, popular. yeah, the characters themselves are very popular and very likable. They're both very like, even though the other guy is a little bit quieter, he's still a very likable guy. I, I just he's loved ornery. him right away. I love when he he's is like, ornery. he is, <laughs> he's like Meta's match. I love that the, the more personable one is back at school. And rather than just do the one class that he failed, he signs up for the exact Every single class as the other guy. So he can torment him. But with the color too. Wasn't this the one where he wore the red? That's why he's wearing red all the time. Because it's his favorite color. So he's wearing red all the time. (laughs) And he looks so good in it too. He looks good in it. And yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty funny. So I just enjoy, and though that it'll be a bit of a wait because, um, that the, the actor, um, uh, he, the he actor is, in the military, is in the military another yeah, year. So, yeah. Yeah. So he's in the military and so it'll be a while, but there is going to be a season two. So, and I'm, I, I felt like, um, that we can, I feel like we can trust, especially since there's more content out there that's coming out that, um, 
from the original source. I think that the, a season two will be, cause sometimes when they get together and then you're like, Oh, a season two. Oh no. They're going to like break them up for no reason. Um, or which, have the jealousy thing come in. Right, that's always when right. they're like, Oh, we're going to bring another person in for jealousy issues. Oh, that's my right. least favorite. Ugh. Yes. It's always so annoying. Yeah. All right. So I think we've, I, I think that's a really, if you haven't watched any of them and you really want to find content out there, I think semantic error it's on Vicky. Uh, I think it's a really good one to, to start out with yes. now, unfortunately you might watch this one and then watch some of the others and they're like, Oh, it's, it's not as good, <laughs> but, and that's the, 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 one of the things, especially with, well, I think almost well, Thai and Korean, I would say for the most part, a lot of it is newer actors or Thai once now that it's been going for so long, it's not newer actors. It's been actors that have been doing it in lots of different series, but with these Korean ones, some of it, it's actors who've never, this is their first show. This is the first thing that they've been in. Well, and or, they're willing to take a chance and right. do one of these because like with Thai actors, a lot of them transfer over to mainstream acting because mm-hmm. this is like they're in, but right. it's so new in Korea mm-hmm. that it doesn't have that same frame of transferring around. Yeah. So. I have noticed that a lot of, um, idols who are, are from smaller groups and stuff that have been cast in, in different ones. So whether it's one of those, like, okay, I want an opportunity or, Hey, I really want to be in this type of content or whatever. And it doesn't really matter one way or the other, but yeah. So a lot of them, I, for them, yes. Are they somewhat green and is it not like the most wonderful acting ever? Probably, but it was, they, it just was such a fun watch with the two of them that I think that it's probably one of the, the better, even with the acting and stuff like that, because they were just so natural with each other. They just felt really nice, nice and natural with each other. Agreed. Okay. The next one is his, the movie. So the movie was the one I preferred. Um, and it's a Japanese movie that you haven't seen this one, right? I have not. Okay. So this one I liked because, and that's what I would say probably with some of the Japanese ones is that it tends to be, um, older actors close, you know, late, like in their thirties, <laughs> older, <laughs> old, they're so old, but older actors, you know, where in a lot of some of the other, uh, content that we're watching it, they're younger. Um, so this one, it's a movie. Also on Vicky, there is a drama. If you see his uh, as a drama, it's just them as their younger selves. Um, and I think if I looked at it correctly, they did the movie first and then maybe they did the drama and went back and like filled in, or maybe they didn't. I know I watched both of them. And um, so Shun and uh, pardon my, I like, not that I'm that the best at Korean or anything, but um, with Japanese ones, I am, and I haven't seen this in a long time, so I haven't heard the names out loud in a long time, but Shun and Nagisa first meet and fall in love during their first year of high school, which is where, when the, the drama takes place while Shun is graduating from university, um, Nagisa tells him that he doesn't see a future for them. Despite Shun's strong feelings, they go their separate ways. Years later, Shun is now a store owner living alone in a rural, rural area. Sorry. That has always been one of the hardest words for me ever to say. Anyway, out of the blue, Nagisa arrives with his six-year-old daughter, Sora. Spending time together, Shun realizes he still harbors feelings for Nagisa. Can Nagisa reconcile with his feelings for Shun, which have been there all along? The reason I really like this movie, it actually isn't the happiest movie um, or like it's a pretty uh, melancholy feel throughout a lot of it. But I love that they address like having two dads what it would mean for him to stay in the small town with the small town, accept them, how the small town really does uh, rally around the, the guy that's been living um, in, in the town for the, for the long time. And I just, I loved that by the end um, it, it felt like, yes, it was hard. Yes. They were going to still have probably some 
uh, hardships and, and people who would judge them, but ultimately it was a happier ending where it was like, okay, they get to be a family and it was just very sweet. Um, the little girl added a lot of sweetness to it and everything. So I, I liked the, because of that, I liked the movie over the drama, but I think, I mean, the, the drama is not that long. So watching both of them isn't, is a quick little, um, thing, but, and I also, and I really, I don't know, I don't know that I've seen the, the two actors in this, in a lot of other things or in anything else, but I, I enjoyed their, their, their acting and the little girl was adorable. So the next one also is Japanese, but is very, very different. Mm-hmm, very different <laughs> uh, than the one you just explained. It also has um, somewhat older actors. Like again, they're not ancient, but they're definitely in their careers significantly. Mm-hmm. They're not like twenty. Uh, yeah, and that is Cherry Magic. Woo! So the synopsis: <laughs> while still a virgin at thirty. Adachi Kiyoshi gains a magical power, the ability to read other people's minds by touching them. At first, he's overwhelmed by his new ability, and it's not proving to be helpful to him at all. But that all changes when he accidentally touches Kurosawa Yuchi, whom he learns has romantic feelings for him. Yeah. So, you know, fantasy fusion, virgin, (laughs) you can read each other's thoughts. I that's crazy (laughs) it's a fun story I mean it's very fun but if you think about all the probable virgins out in the world (laughs) because because that's part of the 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 only reason he gains this ability is because he's still a virgin yes 30 yeah once you turn 30 because it happens after his birthday he bumps in to the other guy which I absolutely love the other I'm not that I don't like um Adachi Kiyoshi but I really like the other actor. He, he wasn't a big character in, um, oh, what was that? I mean, it, it was like reality fight to the death Japanese one that I watched oh, last the, year, right um, after I watched Squid Games. Yeah. The uh, Alice. Yes. There we go. Alice in Borderland. Yeah. So he's in that one, but I think he's in that one. Yeah, now he I'm dies all my stuff pretty eight. fast. He does. He, oh, that's right. Now I remember how he dies. Oh, that was awful. Anyway. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> no, it was. Well, but everyone brutal. dies in that show. Everybody so really, does. It's all, yeah. I mean, they are making a second one. So maybe not everybody dies, but most of the people in the show die. But um, he is just, uh, he's adorable. And I love, you get to hear his feelings throughout, you know, because when he touches him, he gets to, you get to hear his feelings and how insecure he is. And I just absolutely loved him to death. Um, the, the, like it, at some points toward the middle to the end, there was a couple of times where the 30 year old virgin, you were like, Oh, come off of it. (laughs) Just, just get with him. He loves you. But I still think that they were absolutely adorable. And I think this would probably be my pick for my favorite Japanese one. Um, there's another one that we're going to be talking about a little bit later that I know a lot of people, it's a more recent one. And a lot of people would say it's a contender for maybe being a little bit better. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, I don't know. I really love the cupcake one, I, which we will be talking about. <laughs> I did love the cupcake. I think I, I, I think I liked the couples equally. Maybe. No, I think I like, I liked the maturity of both of the people in the relationship in the cupcake one. I thought but Cherry this one Magic has was more super of the fun. Yeah, this one's it was more cutesy, quirky. It is. It's very quirky and it was fun. All right. So the next one is one of my favorite Thai mm. um, from Thailand, not Taiwanese. Two different things, but yeah. a Thailand drama. And it's called A Tale of Thousand Stars. And I believe you can find this one on YouTube. Mm, I'm yeah, not I'm sure, sure if that's it's on Vicky. I'm pretty sure we watched it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the synopsis is after a volunteer teacher dies in a tragic accident, her heart is transplanted into Tyne or Teen. I, I cannot. Is it Tyne? I'm pretty sure it's been, it's been a long time since I've watched that, but I think that's what they call him. Tyne. Tyne. He learns about his donor's life through a series of diary entries that reveal her secrets and interests. Included is her promise to count a thousand stars with Chief Forest Officer 
Oh goodness. How would you pronounce this? We're just going to call him chief forest officer. Okay. Chief forest officer (laughs) hottie. Yes. Yes. Time decides to follow in her footsteps and fulfill her promise. Now a new volunteer teacher himself, Tyne attempts to befriend to befriend our forest officer Hottie, who initially gives him the cold shoulder. As the two slowly grow closer, Tyne notices his new heart beats quickly whenever he's near the officer. Much like the heart's previous owner, Tyne cannot help but fall for forest officer Hottie. Treading on dangerous ground, can he still go through with the thousand star promise? I really like this one. This is definitely one of those that is a very organic, natural transition. The Tyne doesn't go into this thinking, oh, I'm going to love this guy. It's definitely he wants to fulfill the life that this other person didn't have a chance to. Um, And before this, he had been kind of a self-centered brat thinking he's going to die. So he wasn't very careful He was definitely very uncautious with his life and he's trying to make a change and do something good and worthy for the person whose heart he got. And -hmm. it just so happens that he does fall in love with the man she had fallen in love with. And so there's some, I, I wouldn't say awkwardness, but just he's, it's just weird. You know what well, I mean? <laughs> I mean, there's definitely some toward the, the end of the show that it builds up to a, a reveal and there's some angst and some awkwardness and that kind of stuff. But yeah. like, I feel like as soon as he arrives on the scene, Chief Forest Hottie is, um, uh, and I do remember when this show aired, I tried after he, they would say his name over and over. And I definitely worked on trying to say so his name. So it's not just so, me. No, I mean, I, again, I try really hard. It's not like, oh, I just can't pronounce stuff. And then I don't try to do it. I really do try hard when I'm listening to things to pronounce it. But anyway, Chief Forest Hottie, he is played by, um, one of the, one of my favorite, uh, Thai actors, um, that I've seen in dramas. He's just one of those like tall, um, and handsome and just has very a really much like military. Yeah. Well, he's, that's fighter. what, cause yeah. Cause he's, he's a, he's like their military protection. Cause where they're located, it's on lands that, um, border some areas that are a little bit more dangerous. And so, and that's what he's, uh, he's out there teaching, but like he's the um, time he doesn't have any he shouldn't be out there teaching necessarily, but he does end up, uh, working really well with the kids. And that's like, I loved the, the small village, um, feel of it to where like he was getting to know all the kids and they felt they really loved him and, and, um, how they treated him. And then how, like, just how their relationship grew out of their mutual respect for like him seeing that, okay, he's this great protector of, of the people in the village and he loves them. And then, you know, that he's really good with the kids and that he does love them and all that kind of stuff. So that's, I think that was one of my favorite parts is just their genuine respect and, uh, that they have for one another of just really liking and, and seeing how good they are to other people. And then that's kind of what makes them fall for each other. But plus, you know, natural attraction. Cause I don't think that chief officer hottie ever liked I think the other girl was always just somebody he felt was like a sister to him. Um, Cause this is another one. A lot of the ones that we're picking are ones where it's not this thing of like, not that there's necessarily anything wrong with it, but like that I only love one guy and all the other people that I like are girls, but this one guy does it for me. They're like we said, more, a little bit more organic. And I feel like that was his thing of like, he, he just thought the other girl was like a sister to him. And then this guy shows up and he's like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah I agree it's just really fun I felt it had a lot of depth that we don't always see in the Thai shows um there was a lot of again there was a very distinctive story beyond just the romance I feel yep no I agree I agree and that's what you know not that there's anything wrong with college ones because obviously we've already listed a college one but sometimes it's nice to see the the romance outside of a college or 
that setting um, when it comes to Thai dramas. And so this yes. one was, it was nice. It was a nice change. Yeah. So the one that I was talking about earlier, which was one of the first ones, I think I re- remember landing on Vicky was Mr. Hart. Um, despite the fact that things just never seem to go his way, Sangha always manages to find a reason to smile. A member of the school track team, Sangha loves to run, but distance has never really been his thing. For Sangha, springing, sprinting, sorry, not springing, that's like a bunny. Sprinting is what brings him the most joy. Jin Wan, on the other hand, is exactly the opposite. A record-breaking marathon runner in high school, Jin Wan is well on his way to becoming a marathon superstar. Determined to live up to the expectations of his coach and colleagues, Jin Wan cares about one thing and one thing only running his next race. When Jin Wan finds himself struggling to maintain his record-breaking stats, his coach suggests Sangha step in to help as a pacemaker. Disappointed in the coach decision, Jin Wan is anything but friendly to his new partner, but with time and determination, the two runners come to find they share a similar passion, both on the track and off. As the two become closer, they begin to realize their feelings for each other have taken an unexpected turn, but can they move from friend to friendlier without risking everything they work so hard to achieve? Sorry, (laughs) some of these descriptions. (laughs) Um, As I was reading the description, I think one of the the biggest uh, memories or images I have from this drama is just how um, happy go lucky Sangha, if you had, he's a golden retriever of the, like the character types or whatever. He just was so happy and he loved running beside Jin Wan and really cheering him on and helping him. And he was just that, that type of like happy to the more serious character and they, but they worked. I really, I felt that they worked. This was one that even though it did have shorter episodes, I think each episode was closer to like the 11 or 12 minutes or whatever. I still felt like that they were able to use that, that time and did a sufficient job at the, the, their relationship. There wasn't a lot of extra to it um, except for just them running and stuff, but they, they did it really well. I think that with this one, we definitely did have a few of those tropier moments with the, oh, how did I end up in your bed? I don't know. <laughs> you know, some of that stuff, but it yes. was cute. It was very yeah. sweet. It was yeah. so fast that there wasn't time to really focus on it. And they didn't do the like three minutes of like awkward staring at each other every other like scene. Right. So it really, yeah. that helps when you know, you don't fill it up with lots of staring and right. <laughs> you know, lip biting and whatnot, but it, this was very fun. It was super fast. If you don't have a lot of time to invest in something, this is definitely a really just easy watch. You can easily watch it in a night. So highly recommend. Yeah. And it is, again, it's, it's the newer, actors and stuff like that, but they had a nice chemistry and they were fun to watch. So, so we're switching back over to Japan and this drama you can find on Vicky. It's a recent drama called old fashioned cupcake, which was so cute. This is my favorite Japanese one, probably and mm. least that I've seen recently. So the synopsis is sleep, wake and work sums up the day-to-day life of 39 year old Nazu, a routine that eases him and conversely weighs heavily on him, which worries the hard-eyed but reliable Togoa, a 29-year-old subordinate of his. In an unexpected turn of events, the two of them end up visiting a pancake shop bustling with girls. <laughs> so not exactly how it happens. That is not right. the best. So they're co-workers. <laughs> right, right. Um Nazu is the chief of the the floor or their mm-hmm. group. And they all often go out to restaurants for lunch and stuff. So it happens this one time that they go out for lunch. They start talking, kind of talking about how it's hard to interact and date and all that kind of stuff. So uh, Togoa s- decides that they're going to practice. Yes. <laughs> so they start going to different um different places for lunch sometimes with cupcakes or fancy desserts or they're they're big foodies 
is right. Well, and I think that the, so the older one, okay. So he's 39 people. He's not that old, but they act like he's like 69. Cause like he can't can't do his phone very well. And (laughs) he needs help with social media and all that. He's a little stuffy. Like definitely he's a little stuffy. Yeah. He's a little stuffy, but for some reason he comes up with this idea that he wishes he could go to certain places, but just girls go there or something. And so then they're like, well, if we go, we could pretend like we're young girls and we'll work on our youth or something like that. We'll work on your youth. We'll rejuvenate you or something. That might've been it. (laughs) I was thinking they were practicing dating. I think that they were too. I think they were because they took like like, the photos and everything of themselves. Practice like, like was, we're young girls, or I'm a young girl, an and you're dating concept, me, or something. But watching know. them go all over and eat all at these restaurants was adorable. Yeah, like there was a lot of really good food. Like, yeah, it so was much. all yummy. I'm like, what are those kind of places around here? Yeah. Well, and I, they were cut. They were either no, it wasn't a couple places. It was it was places that mostly just girls go and then like take pictures and do all of that. So, yeah, I don't know that that is a thing here in the States where just girls go to like cupcake places or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know. But whatever the case, they were together right. and it was adorable. And all of his awkwardness with social media and everything, hmm. it was kind of cute and endearing because he was on the wrong social media or the wrong accounts. And so he yeah. got super upset when his friend didn't answer him and it was, it was cute. It was cute. Well, well, and uh, mild spoiler alert, but the, the younger one didn't really need his arm twisted too much to jump into starting to do. He did. He he definitely had a crush. And so there was, you know, the older one was oblivious, (laughs) totally. but he was also oblivious completely that any of the women liked him in the office, which right. they and all he did. Was, yes. Cause so he, he was, was like oblivious. He was the catch. Like everybody was like, we need to get, why isn't he married? Why isn't he dating? Why doesn't. And I think the answer is he probably didn't realize that he just had options, had at options. All. I don't know. He just, he, who knows, but he was adorable. They were really cute together. And I felt like the uh, the story did a little, did really well. I feel like the ending was a little bit like, Oh, I just want a little bit more, just a little bit more, but not enough for me to not say it's probably one. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. So that one definitely go watch it. It is over on Vicky. Okay. I looked at this. I'm like, I know I picked this one. What was this one about? So no, my, it was a really no, no, cute no, no. one. It was, it was. Okay. So my <laughs> love mix up is Aoki has a crush on Hashimoto, the girl in the seat next to him in class, but he despairs when he borrows her eraser and sees that she's written the name of another boy, Ida, on it. To make matters more confusing, Ida sees Aoki holding that very eraser and thinks Aoki has a crush on him. (laughs) Love triangle going circle weird way. (laughs) And eventual into like a rectangle or, you know, yeah, it was all kinds of, <laughs> there was a lot of mix-ups. Right. Lot. And so, yeah, the girl, the girl is definitely not in the mix of like, she doesn't, it's not like she likes, uh, Ida and then it gets like tossed to the side or anything like that. It's all a misunderstanding on all sides of it, but it's a cute misunderstanding. And um, I would say Ida's another one of those, like kind of clueless of like, doesn't know his own, uh, his own heart most of the time. And so once he was like presented with this new idea, he was like, oh, okay, let's date. Maybe let's do it. <laughs> like, if you like me, let's try it out. Let's see how it goes. And, um, you know, there's some misunderstandings and some different things, but it eventually works out really well. And they're super cute with each other. It's high school. It's a high school drama, but it's a super cute. And it's a short one. It's another one of like almost every single one of these. If you just wanted to binge, sit down on do Friday it in night. A day. Yeah, yeah, just binge it and you're done. And it they're super cute. All right. Yeah, I love that one. Like all the characters were so kind of like, maybe not the brightest when it comes right. to love. <laughs> No, <laughs> but very sincere, which yeah. makes up for a lot of 
stupidity. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like as long as they're sincere with their emotions, it doesn't matter if they don't quite get what they're doing. Right. So it was very sweet. So the next one is, oh, this isn't the Philippines. I It is. Yep. Yes. And it came out during COVID. It did. (laughs) It's called Game Boys. And the synopsis is teenage streamer Cairo is caught off guard when he receives a video call from a new online rival called Gavril. He is even more surprised when the handsome stranger asks him out. Can two gamers make romance work during a COVID-19 pandemic lockdown or will it be game over for their love story? (laughs) (laughs) So I know this sounds crazy, but it actually is pretty cute. It kind of has a Zoom feel. They fall in love through Zoom. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, in the Philippines, they had extremely strict quarantine lockdowns. Yeah. Like it was- where it was illegal to leave your specific area at any time during the lockdowns. And so these two had to definitely overcome a whole bunch to uh, eventually meet and because I think that they live about an hour to two hours yes. away from each other and but so because he had to get like um like if there was outbreaks the there was totally locked down occasionally there could be deliveries between the two towns mm-hmm. but it but, had to have very specific details and like passes that kind of thing so well, it and- wasn't like in the U.S. If you really wanted to cheat, you could run over to your boyfriend's house. It was not like that. <laughs> um, and th- I mean, they did the actual filming and everything was during the pandemic. So most in of early it, pandemic. Yeah. So most of it, they weren't, they weren't together. They did all the filming where they were separate and they're again, it's almost all used as like, they didn't have professional cameras filming them most of the time doing stuff. It was really, um, zoom, zoom calls, calls <laughs> that were being filmed yeah. back and forth. So it's, 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 it's a pretty low budget in the way of, but they were so creative about it that it was done. I think there's actually been several, I know that there's the game girls, which is a spinoff of this one. And then I think there's been another, which didn't, I don't think had anything to do with it, but I saw it on Netflix the other day, but it had something to do with this concept um, as well of like, again, it's all footage between them of being online, um, in their, their comment sections and all that kind of stuff. And you do see, um, some of their family and uh, at different times outside of the zoom calls, but for the most part, and then they have like their friend that he zooms and she joins the call and she's super cute. I think is it Pearl? Pearl. Yeah, I think her name was Pearl. Ex-girlfriend. And before he right. realized he liked guys. Right. So, so she is adorable. And um uh it was just a really cute concept. It was very creative to because like they could either choose to completely shut down and not do any type of shows or dramas, and but they chose to like work around it by doing this. So it was a there is some sadness during yeah. some of it, you know, there was definitely so, cause some again, of it, it definitely was, felt very real. Like, yeah. 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 And what you're watching it and you're just like, okay, did I really want to watch all this right now? Because this is what's really happening, which, you know, so if COVID still triggers you or you lost family members to COVID, this might be a little too real for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. just that's your, your content warning, but it is a very sweet show. It is. And I applaud their um chemistry through zoom calls like it, it is <laughs> yeah it's not an easy feat like it's really not something that is easy to pull off and they really did they they did a good job of creating uh a, a very watchable romance between the screens and really convinced me that they were attracted to each other that they fell in love so yeah no it was it yes. was definitely done well and you can find Game Boys on Netflix. So yes. that is where you would find that one. And again, there is, if you see, I think it's called Game Girls, but it is a spinoff and it's Pearl, I think, in mm-hmm. her own show. So it's, it's a, but it's the same concept. They, I think the timeline, they still have her in the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. 
All right. So we're on our last one, and this is actually a U.S. show. However, two of the lead actors are Asian, so we get to include it because I say so. (laughs) And I just watched it like right before we decided to record this uh, topic. I think I was watching it the weekend we were talking about it. Yeah. And I watched it like the weekend before. So, so this movie is called Fire Island. It is on Hulu and it is a gay retelling of a modern day Pride and Prejudice is the concept. So it is set in the iconic Pines Andrew Ahn's Fire Island is an unapologetic modern-day rom-com showcasing a diverse, multicultural examination of queerness and romance inspired by the timeless pursuits from Jane Austen's classic Pride and Prejudice. The story centers on two best friends, Joel Kim Booster and Bowen Yang, who set on to have a legendary summer adventure with the help of Cheap Rosé and their cadre of (laughs) eclectic (laughs) friends. Okay, so before you go clicking this on, there's a warning. There's definitely some (laughs) mature content that is going to be in this. So don't, I mean, it's your decision, but if you have issues with your kids seeing mature content, this is definitely not the show to be watching before they go to sleep. So you've been warned. Well, and and just to be clear, it's not just sexual content, but there is some drug some use language and stuff like that. And drug use. Just, just, just so you know, it's very firmly an R-rated film. So yeah. just go in knowing that it is like this is definitely not the same level of content that all of our other recommendations are. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, and we there's there's a recent Thai version Thai <laughs> uh, drama uh, that has some close but. Well, yeah, pretty close. It's pretty porny. <laughs> it is pretty porny. And I think that there was some some drug use stuff as well in that one. There was actually some consent stuff too. Anyway, Fire Island is not anything like that. But no. <laughs> everything is consensual. It is. Well, the, there's some filming. Well, there's some anyway. filming that is non-consensual, but right. all of the intimate relationships are consensual. Right. Yeah. And it's, again, it's done in a way of like, somebody's just being a not good boyfriend. So anyway, um, I found it the, the main, um, two actors, all of them, all of them were really fun. Um, I, I feel like, so just to be clear, I have to admit, I am not a Mr. Darcy fan. <laughs> really but not like this in one the was context, well done. right? In the context of, I felt for Jane Austen that Mr. Darcy was a great character. In the current climate and day and age, I'm not seeking out a Mr. Darcy necessarily. I don't hold him up as like my my standard. But the way that this um, drama is done, he definitely encapsulates that feeling of a Mr. Darcy, but also completely felt like a very gay modern, (laughs) uh, you know, and again, it's, it's that, and then I can't not look at like K dramas and Asian, all that kind of stuff of like that Sundari, you know, type character of like mushy on the inside and, you know, stone faced on the outside. So he's kind of that type of character and, but he's done um, I really liked their, the, the, the progression of their relationship. I really did enjoy it and found it fun. Agreed. Agreed. I really liked all the actors. I felt that they did a really good job of encompassing the original story without making it just a extreme remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely felt like it wasn't more an homage to Pride and Prejudice than, well, we have to go step by step with the plot points exactly right yeah i mean you if if you're aware that that's what this is supposed to be then you're like oh yeah i see it but, but then if, if you're, you're not, not you can still aware. totally enjoy it it's yeah. really just a lot of fun it's i mean it's so nice to see so much representation where it's not just a couple gay characters thrown in on someone else's romance you know right yeah no it was it was that the entire show was very gay, <laughs> it was. It was. but it was fun. And you got it to see so a wide fun. range of 
it wasn't just, you know, oh, this is what you think of as someone who's gay. Like it was a wide range of representation. Yeah. It was a really enjoyable show. Yeah. I know you said that was our last one and I, it is our, and I will be very, very quick. It's a reality <laughs> show. I just need to like, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it's called Mary queer and, um, it is a, it's a reality show and it, it's Korean and the, like I'm at, I'm the episode that I'm on, um, pretty much the most famous out Korean, um, entertainment person, uh, is one of the hosts of the show. And he's talking to them about like, how do you think your family is going to feel about this of being on the show? And they're, you know, they're being real about it. And they're like, you know, you can tell that they're, they are worried because at the time of the filming, it hasn't come out and who knows, you know, exactly what is happening in their lives right now. And that the several episodes and stuff have aired, but it is, there's a two, there's three couples, two of them are gay or the two, there's a gay couple, there's a lesbian couple, and then there's a bisexual and a transgender, um, male couple, like the, they're together. So, uh, it, I was very surprised that this was airing and you could tell the guy that who is, uh, one of the hosts, he was just like, when they came to me with this idea, I was like, what we're going to do this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it, they're very realistic. And they talk about a lot of the stuff that he went through and when he came out and all of this, the, the bashing and, and how hard it was to kind of get back in the industry. And he still kind of gets smaller parts and stuff like that, but, uh, it's just a really touching show. Um, and it makes me cry almost every single time. Uh, and I really like it. It's on, um, Kakawa. They, uh, I'm not sure what network it's on, but they have it on their platform. So, um, it's very sweet and I'm pretty sure most of the episodes have aired so far. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I would recommend if you're looking for something and my reality show variety show problem, most of the time is the episodes are so long. A lot of them are like an hour and a half to two hours where this one is, uh, closer to an hour. I think it's like 50 minutes or something like that. So okay. it is, it's a good watch. And is this on Kukala? It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, I don't know what network it aired or what platform it aired in Korea, but for us that at least for the U S sorry, we are people that listen to us outside of the U S I'm not sure if it's on another platform or not, but I know that, um, for at least for us that we can watch it on, on that platform. Wonderful. All right. So thanks for joining us. Um, we'd love to hear what your thoughts about this episode are, and we'd love for you to drop, um, suggestions. We, both of us have kind of perused and watched, uh, lots. And if you've been watching listening to the podcast, there's some other ones we've mentioned before that we really loved that maybe we didn't mention this time. And we're just kind of trying to give a little bit of an updated version of like what, um, you would want to watch. So if you have any that you, we did not mention that you think that we absolutely have to watch because we're always on the lookout for some, some good ones, um, drop it in our, our, our Twitter or wherever, um, you want to, but you can reach it. And that's, you can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, or on our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say. And we want to share it with you and talking is so much faster than typing. 